Hello, and welcome to the Monco on the Move podcast. I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. On today's show, we're going to speak with two faculty members from our dental hygiene program who recently traveled to Africa on a dental hygiene hygiene service mission to treat children, young adults, and their caregivers. The dental hygiene program assistant professor Teal Mercer and lecturer Barb McCormick, along with two other Monco alum, were among a team of five clinicians and seven support members who went on a trip to Kenya to treat patients living in three children's homes. During the sixth day of providing care, they treated a total of 434 patients inside makeshift dental offices. They'll tell us about this exhausting work, but very important work that they achieved working with children and some of the biggest challenges they faced and why they continue to go back to help out in Kenya. Plus, we'll hear about how they continue to help children there and even after their trip, what they're doing to stay connected and to help. So without further ado, welcome to the program. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hi. How are you? Good. So this is exciting stuff. Mission to Kenya. This sounds incredible. So what were the challenges, but also some of the rewards when when you went on this trip? And tell us how it was organized. Okay. So um, we went in January over the uh, winter break, sure. which is a perfect time for us to go, right? So the trip was from December 31st to January 16th. But it takes about at least a year, year and a half before that to get this up and running because we have a whole team to build. We have right. supplies to gather. And um, and it's it's a big deal. And now we're very lucky that we have a wonderful community partner here right in Dresher. It's Chariots for Hope. And mm-hmm. they oversee eight children's homes. Wow. They and uh, this time when we went, we saw uh, we went to three of those children's homes. Okay, we went to the Makah Children's Home, the Katui Baby Home, and the Mulango Children's Home. And um, this Chariots for Hope oversees these. These are three of their eight homes that they oversee. Mm-hmm. And um, so what we do, we go there, we focus on the children, we see their caregivers, and as time allows, we also reach out to the rest of the community. That's great. And Barb, how was? Do you have anything to add regarding that? Um, I guess you were. You mentioned the challenges yeah. that we had. Um, so the challenges are just getting our all, all of our our equipment there. Right. And once we get there, we have to set up set up shop basically. And you know, we're not in any kind of dental facility. We're at um, an orphanage home. So. We get there and take a look around and see what see what we have available to us, and then uh, we put our brains together and and figure out how to set up um, shop. It so. probably makes things real, I would think, because we're used to all the accommodations and the amenities here. But then when you go over and you're trying to do and take care of people and their health which is very important. I'm sure there are, there are challenges that you might not have thought about. Like running water right. and electricity. <laughs> right, right, like those things. So how are you going to provide that care with those limited amount of resources? 
Well, this this trip, we there were twelve of us all together. Yeah. Five clinicians and mm-hmm. seven support, but se- um, seven people of that group were with us last time in 2019. So this was a treat. This was the first time I'd gone abroad that we had so many repeat. Returners. And that made everything so much easier. Because when you walk into a new setting, Mm -hmm. um, first I've already communicated with them, all right? They they know what I've told them we need. But putting that into action can be a little bit different. Challenging. So So we were set up in different areas. Right, and so you just um, you have to put your little MacGyver hat on, yeah, and <laughs> and um, figure out what to do. Um, you know, the first time uh, you got there last year, you just you just walk in and you um, you put your heads together and set up all your instruments and your supplies, right. and you just make a little game plan. We do um, we bring nice uh, pool rafts yeah. that we sit on top of tables so that it makes it more comfortable for oh, cool. our our patients to right. lie on while we're treating them. And we also have to bring, you know, yep, as, as Teal mentioned, electricity and water are big yeah. things. So we oh, yeah. have to bring, you know, our loops and and headlamps right. in order to work. And yeah, stuff, the, so. the only thing we require of them is that they provide an autoclave. Okay. And what's that? An autoclave is what is used to sterilize our instruments. Ah. Because that we don't play games with that at all. We want to make sure that everything is as clean as we would do it here, even though we're working in their dining room and we're working on their dining room tables to see the children and the caregivers. Uh, We still want to make sure it's clean. So we bring all the instruments, all the gauze, all the toothbrushes, the cups, all of that we bring with us, but I do ask them to provide that. Um, And sometimes it is a pressure cooker that's run on propane, and that's okay because that's basically what an autoclave is. Right. Um, So that's a challenge because every autoclave you meet that looks like a pressure cooker run by propane runs a little little differently. Yeah, I would imagine. So that's that's one of our challenges, but it is one. It's an important one. So I believe you've attended before. This was my thirteenth trip. Wow! So it was my fourth time to Kenya. Um, but I have done dental missions like this, and not on big scales. This was a big group. Twelve is a lot to handle, 12 mm-hmm. different people to uh, to accommodate them and, and worry about lodging and whatnot. But, um, but I've done it many times in and, many different areas. And Barb? This was my second time in Kenya. Second? Okay. Yeah, and I had done another uh, dental mission in Dominican Republic. Oh, yeah. great. So what happens, though, is... You know, being there the first time, you see what can I improve the next time. Right. So, which is, right. I think, uh, we. Teal's becoming an nice, expert over yeah. here with but, her 13 trips. <laughs> but even with, but every time everyone has so much more to add. Right. Whereas this time, um, Barb and her husband came in 2019, and they very rightly so decided that the way we were getting rid of our spit if Mm -hmm. you will, um, was not going to work for them anymore. So they (laughs) MacGyvered it together that it was a big step up, big improvement, and they went to Home Depot, and with a lot of duct tape, they figured out a new way to do it, and it was great. And the the other thing that Barb really made a big improvement with this time was um, we we always – Dental hygiene, we spend a lot of time with educating our patients. We Mm -hmm. want them to learn how to improve their home care. And we did that. But 
uh, she felt, and again, rightly so, that this could be done a little bit better. And so she spent a lot of time with making pictures so that uh, oh. Kenya is an English-speaking country, yeah. but a lot of these children speak Swahili or they speak right. uh, whatever their tribe, wherever they're from. So the visual from. aids. Lots of yeah. visual, visual aids. Yeah. And great. so that was a, a big improvement. So every year it gets better. So you treated 434 patients in six days. Tell That's us about the experience and what it took to see so many <laughs> well, it's not easy. I'll tell you that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um, it's grueling. It's 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 hard work, and you're you're working up really from sunup to sundown. Your your back hurts. Your Wrist. hands hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know everything. Everything hurts. Um, we we had a supp- great. Our support team would uh, sterilize the instruments for us, set up our instruments, wipe down our units for us to keep us going, which is fabulous. And terrible at the same time because it means we never, ever stop caring for the children um, because they're keeping us moving. Yeah, they they kept us rolling. They also would come around sometimes and give us little neck massages and hand (laughs) massages. that's great. (laughs) And so you had one dentist on the trip. (laughs) Yes. And the last time you visited, you had performed 200 teeth extractions? Yes. Yes. And how many this time? About 35, I think. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah so that's a big improvement. Obviously, we saw, uh, we'd, we'd been to uh, Mukha Children's Home. This was my third time there, and you can see a, ch- a difference already in the culture in how they prioritize oral health. And so you can see that. It was so much easier, wasn't it, Barb, to, yeah, to it take was. care of them? Yeah, it really was. And, they, you know, they, they remembered how to floss. They remembered how to brush. So that was fine to see. Yeah. You know, yeah. that they've been putting it into practice and they were proud of it. Yeah. So besides the travel and doing this great, important work abroad, can you tell us about other challenges maybe related to your accommodations and meals? Well, every time we go abroad, um, we stay, we, we usually stay with at the orphanage or someplace very, very close. Because we had a team of 12, we had to stay at a resort Uh, just away from the orphanage. Mm -hmm. But we went to one, and I didn't realize that I had to request things like toilet seats and curtains for the bathroom. Yeah, resort is a loose term. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have to remember, we're doing this really on a budget. Right. A big budget in that we were spending $20 a night on it. So so we were not asking for much. We were not paying for much. But I did learn that I needed to be a little more specific. There you go. <laughs> but the payoff again, the the feeling that you must have and the enjoyment just knowing that you're giving children specifically um, access to something that maybe isn't always a priority, but we know should be a priority, right, for their health and overall, overall well-being. Right. This is the only dental care most of them get. So they have, when we were there in 2019, most of them have not seen any dental provider since then. And it really is important for them. I mean, you know, we talk about not it, it not being a priority. Sometimes even the, uh, in the United States, it's not a priority. But in, um, in areas like this, when they don't have access to care, it affects their nutrition, the, their ability to eat, mm-hmm. their speech, yeah. um, and just, you know, their, their whole well-being their and how, really? you know, how they feel about themselves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So tell me about a special treat that you experienced at the end of the mission. Well, every time um, I've gone abroad, mm-hmm. I think it's important to really enjoy where you are, to appreciate <laughs> where you are. And right. I've been to Romania many times, and you've got to go see Dracula's castle. Yeah, you know, there are course. things you need to do. And so obviously in Africa and Kenya specifically, to go on a safari is just is something you have to do. Yeah. So we spent three days. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely well earned. I'm sure. Well earned. (laughs) Nice treat. So I understand that you both continue to help children uh, abroad. Can you talk about how you do that? So when um, we're there, the Chariots for Hope uh, organization, Mm -hmm. they are the ones that set up the um, and are, are in charge of all the homes over there in Kenya. And so as they rescue children from different uh, areas and different tribes, um, they need sponsorship. Um, So what you can do is you can sponsor a child for their education. So you're just, um, you know, you get them, you know, money and write letters and whatnot. And so um, that pays for their their education and their stay there. throughout the year. So it's nice. Um, actually, our first trip, I'll tell you a little side sure, sure. Um, Our first trip, um, we met these two little twins that had just gotten there um, to Macabre, the, um, the home that we went to. And they didn't really necessarily speak English, but they were so they were so adorable and delightful. And when we got home, we saw them show up on the website, and we're like, "I know those girls. Yeah. They're so cute. Can we sponsor them?" And so my husband and I get to sponsor these two twins, and we got to see them this uh, on the second trip, which was just you know, Exciting. really, really very nice, very yeah. great feeling. Yeah. So, so and, and and that has happened a number of times. It's right. certainly not something that. People who volunteer to go with us need to do, but it sure is a nice thing, and, and it's it's a bonus to, to be able to do something like that. Now, I might be throwing a curveball, but here we go. What a cool opportunity would it be for a dental hygiene student to experience this? Is there any discussion about that maybe in the future uh, if, if an alum of the program here at Monco wanted to get involved? Well, two of our alums, well, B- Barb's an alum of oh, Monco. Okay. Back in the day, 2005. <laughs> yes, and Nahal Saidi and um, Karen Stanford went with us as well. They're Great. both alumni. When I, and actually, in when I went in 16 and in 19, I had alum with us. I think that's great. So, which is awesome. This um, many bachelor degree programs do this kind of thing as an internship, sure. and that's how I got started doing it yeah. with, with running internship programs. Uh, but at the community college, it's hard with a two-year sure. program to do that. But it's a wonderful I, – I keep a running list of students that are interested. And, you know, life has – the stars have to align of in course. order to do this because we all pay our own way. Yeah. And the vaccinations run around $600. I'm sure. And, and the, the airfare yeah. – so it's several thousand dollars. And um, so – and you're working hard. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really not much of a vacation. You're coming home yeah. and you need – Need, you need a rest, but it is very worthwhile, and very often students are very interested. And the alums yeah. want to come back and experience yeah. as well, just like you. That's yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if I'm not an alum, but I want to contribute to this very important cause, how would I go about doing that? Well, they could always email me. Okay. Okay, so that's possible. 
And yeah. um, so that that and then and again, I've had people come up to me and say they want to do it. And I jot their name down mm-hmm. and I let them know, you know, I reach out. It depends on how big a team I have and how sure. many I have already. Our plan is to go in end of May in 2025. Great. So also faculty, staff, community members, whoever's listening, they can go to chariotsforhope.org and go to the donate button. Of course, they can always go there sure. to to help these children. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they would be very happy to have that. A lot of our funding comes from the Rotary Club in Bluebell, oh, nice. which is awesome. I'm a member of the Rotary oh. Club and they have been tremendous in helping support this because we do need help with uh, funding to, for our ground transportation for some of our supplies. Mm-hmm. We also have volunteer um, donations coming from Crest, from uh, Elevate, oral care from uh, Premier. And so we have, we have, we get lots of uh, great donations, donations too. and support. And we're always, and local dentists will often help us out too. But yes, we, we need help in lots of ways. The Rotaract Club here at Montco raised over $1,200 oh, for us this year. Wonderful. Yeah. So that's wonderful. So great. So we have a lot of community spirit around this. That's wonderful. Yeah. So if there's community members, faculty, students, whomever wants to support this great cause or be involved, what are some ways that they can do that? They can always email me at tealmercer at gmail.com. Okay. okay. It's T-E-A-L-M-E-R-C-E-R. Okay, very easy. And um, I often keep a list if they want to, if they're interested in going, if the stars align for them, that's great. Um, but we, I do take donations at all times. They can also donate to the Bluebell Rotary Club because they will also put those monies aside in an account for me, okay? And that that's a charitable um, deduction. Okay. And what are, Barb, what are some other ways that, that people can contribute? Just um, by donations, uh, you know, for all kinds of dental supplies. And even um, if, uh, even though we get some from dental suppliers, it's still really never enough. We started to run out really at the end, you know, because we did see so many people this time. We weren't able to give them, um, every, you know, everybody at the tail end toothpaste or toothbrushes and stuff. So, and even things like, um, like we mentioned, water while we're there. Yeah. So we're, you know, stopping at stores and getting water for for um, the participants there. So um, just little incidentals along the way. It just it takes a lot. So there's many ways that our community on campus and in the Bluebell community and Monco community to contribute. And also, if you're interested, you can go to the chariotsforhope.org and donate there as well, right? Absolutely. Teal? You can donate directly to these children. And they, it's a very well-run organization. They're, they take such good care of these children. That And, and it's so nice that we've, we've been there many times now that we, we can see, see the love that they share. I would like to thank Teal and Barb for your contribution, not only to locally, but also globally, and what you're doing to really impact those in need with your expertise, your care, and your service. And you're really saving lives, and we appreciate that. We thank you for coming and sharing your story on this podcast. I know that our listeners will be very inspired and contribute to this great experience that you've had of giving back uh, um, abroad. I think it's wonderful. 
I'd like to thanks our uh, send us thank you out to our sound recording and music technology alum Quincenta and our sound recording music technology student student Ian Moranis who produced today's show and thank you for listening to the Monco on the Move podcast. Check back soon to hear more stories from our Monco family. Until next time, I'm Jared Brown. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to Monco on the Move. Students at Montgomery County Community College working in the sound recording and music technology program record, edit, and produce this podcast. Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum.